0: Let's really talk. Uh, hey, hey, look. This is perfect. Because uh, we really talking about it, hey, hey, it's Mary uh, Rose Podcast, nigga. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen. Do it. So hey, look. Shout out to motherfucking Kanye West, man. Richest black man in the world. Let's get it. Boom. School's closed the prison's open we ain't got nothing to lose my we rolling uh, motherfucker, we rolling it's the and Bros. Night, podcast, and some Rose podcast so nigga i see you in the- We're 40 episodes in. Let's get it. Stop chipping. I'm off the power. the world's I could play another one, but I'm not going to go to Kayank Crazy Going Kanye Cray. You ever heard that song? I hate that song. <laughs> going, i going, Kanye Cray. I thought the video was corny. I hated every piece of it. <laughs> this nigga just said that he had a dirt Kanye Cray. The fuck? I fucking hated it. The nigga just really say he didn't like dirt. <laughs> you wanna play nothing else, T? Um, uh, nah bro, I'm not trying to go crazy. Let's let's get into it. We always try to Look, I'm not trying to blast out all, the Kanye, all my good Kanye tracks anyway, cause we, in case we have to do a video, you know? Let's that's just, the real reason why the nigga don't want to play his tracks. Let's just go ahead and jump out the gate with that's it. That's the real nigga why the nigga don't want, dude. You know what I would like to start with? I would, for once, like to start with, like, can I start with this little Shaq funny-ass clip that I have that just, let, just liked in my thing? Can I just literally play that for you just on the podcast, because it's funny. You want me to hit, do the drop first? Let's go! We're going to talk about you. We're going to talk You're going to try to say that I was, I was nah, mad at and Because you saw my initial reaction It's fine, it's fine What a bitch ass nigga are going to try to hold you. my initial reaction against me We're we going to talk about you Oh shit, we already recording this Oh damn <laughs> yeah, man. We might as well get a drop out of the way <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we going to the OOPA Bowl Yo, 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 Mallory Rose Podcast, episode 40, nigga, Gail Sayers episode, let's go Yes, sir Shout Mike, town. Mike Allscott episode, Udonis Haslam episode okay. Let's get it, man Let's go We 40 up, 40 weeks consistent Big 4-0 Let's go, man, inconsistent king 40 weeks Some of you niggas, some of you niggas can't even brush y'all teeth for 40 straight weeks And for real, for real 40, Let, 40 straight days 40 weeks Look at Terrell trying to give niggas a benefit of the doubt. You nasty niggas. <laughs> I, cut I could have done it. You could spare me a wee. <laughs> you niggas need a week off of brushing teeth. <laughs> that's Terrell. There we go. That's not true, boy. Hell no. And then it's the thing. We 12 weeks away from a full year of podcasting. Oh, a full consistent year of podcasting, man. But y'all that have, for everybody that's um that's been supporting us for a minute, this is a beautiful thing. Yeah, we dope. have never been consistent. with get that cold ass bottle off me, nigga. This God. nigga drinks out of his water bottle. Hey, look, you could have just continued. You could have just continued what you were saying. Anyway, we've never been this, uh, never been this consistent with anything. Honestly, like on That's that damn true. on that damn YouTube channel, we haven't. And I'm shout out not to say the Niners, We haven't ever been consistent at, like this. I would say it's just good that we've managed to be consistent with this. Yeah, hell yeah. We're not gonna make it seem yeah. But shout out to the Niners. Um all 2,000 and we're growing, man. We Remember, I remember a couple podcasts ago, we had 1,400 Niners. Yes, now we got over 2,000, man, uh, and growing. And so it's a beautiful thing. Shout out to y'all watching visually. Yes, sir. The Shout gang out to the, for life. the watching the visual pod. My work. All right. Um, what do we get into first? Let's talk about how this nigga Terrence look fresh out. Let me play this clip. Y'all man. should see the nigga. Let me play this clip. Funny as shit that i seen. You going to send it hand. to me? No, just send it to me. And then I'll and I don't I'll, like yeah. that That's something that I don't like Every time I want to play something for the pod y'all I gotta send it to this nigga Does Does anybody So he else, can play Does anybody else feel like Their apps always need an update Bro I have 67 apps to update I just updated these shits like 3 or 4 days ago I know I didn't unlike it I feel you bro the Phone tripping And then bro. I thought my phone was on a permanent automatic update You know what we should talk about Everybody has that food folder in their phone that's full of the shit that you order. You wanna know what mine is? I got Five Guys, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, DoorDash, Chipotle, Starbucks, Uber Eats, Dunkin' Donuts, Tropical Smoothie, Papa John's, and I got a TGI Fridays app that's not in there because I don't really go to that often, and I got Pizza Hut. What's up? I got mines, but I just got my phone back not long ago. I'm not too confident in mine. Chipotle, Noodles & Company, Panera Bread, DoorDash Five Guys I have a Pizza Hut Like y'all I don't, I don't fuck with Pizza Hut like that But, that looked, but I got the app hey, You haven't had Pizza Hey up. look Tropical Smoothie Cafe Let's get it Holla Hama Mamas Hama Mamas <laughs> <laughs> Alright let's see what, this. what did you You send me a real Son this is funny I dare you niggas To listen to this And not laugh I dare you I dare you Try to listen to this And not laugh He tricked me This is Shaq his all star acceptance speech, Talking about uh, Yao Ming i it oh, one, uh, start, over start over. I got you. Yeah. Is Shaq talking about Yao Ming? It's, this is Shaq when he got inducted to the Hall of Fame. He's talking about Yao Ming. Yao Ming. I right, bet.
1: He tricked me. <laughs> Three years, I never spoke to Yao because I thought it was a language barrier there. And then one game, he hit me with a Keem Alajuan bing bing fadeaway. And I, I said, hey, Yao, nice move. And he said, thanks, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I said, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you speak English? He's like, Shaq, you never talk to me. Of course I speak
0: English. <laughs> I don't not know why I thought that was so funny when I seen him say, uh, Thanks, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, Shaq is one of the greatest, man. I'm just thinking about how this nigga Yao Ming used to give it to Shaq, bro. And this nigga Shaq thought the entire time there was a language barrier. So he was like, one time he said, yo, that's a good move. Like, I'm going to speak to him just because. And this nigga spoke fluent-ass English back. That's super funny. Look, almost as funny as how Kobe wouldn't have any rings if it wasn't for J- you know Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> you know how somebody just come out the woodwork yeah. with some controversial shit? N- that's funny as shit. <laughs> almost like... Almost funny as how Kobe wouldn't have any rings if it wasn't for D. <laughs> Shaq, that's a funny guy. Wouldn't have any rings if it wasn't for Kobe and D. Wade. Oh, <laughs> uh, whoa. Or <laughs> MVPs. No bullshit. All right, bet. Let's get into it. We start from the. We start from the top. Um... We gotta talk about that situation with uh Salt Bay and the chick at the restaurant. That was like the first thing that happened after the podcast. Did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I forgot about that. It's on the docket though, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. That's the Did number one thing see on there. The, the, of course this, everybody saw Let's this nigga Salt Bay is always entertaining somebody's bitch. Do you remember the do you remember the girl that was in there twerking? This in front of the salt bay looking nigga? Yeah. I don't even know that was really him. And the dude came in and it was like he was abusive. Remember we went through that on the podcast? Mm-hmm. So this situation go ahead, you can go ahead if y'all haven't seen it, basically salt bay put a, has a, a nice prime rib or whatever the fuck it is. It looked like a nice, you know, steak or whatever. He cuts a slice, he did the little salt bay salt off the elbow, off, off the forearm, and then uh he cut the slice of the steak and on the on a fork fed it to this dude's girl. Like reached past this nigga's face. And put the fork, and the girl like bit the steak off the fork, and that became a big thing. Nah, because did you see it? that niggas face? You're not giving enough context. The way she ate that joint off the fork was was completely ridiculous. See, but the, it's it's less. It's really less about salt. I'm not gonna call him Salt Bay. It's really less about the chef and Call more, the nigga what he is. That's his name. It's not I mean, nothing wrong with that. That's his name. You call a nah. little baby, little baby, and the baby. Nah, but this like, those name are rappers' names. His, Salt Bay literally came from a hashtag. He didn't say, "Hey, my name is Salt Bay." That's what he goes. He has a by different that. name. He only goes by that because we called him. That niggas called him that on on Instagram. Wow, actual. That's factual. This nigga happy as hell, boy. Go ahead. But uh, what was I saying? Oh, you said it. Was um, good. it was more so about the girl, son. The way she stuck her tongue out, she looked like she was letting somebody's long schlong. <laughs> Like she looked like she was mid. I feel like I'm at minute 890. <laughs> Look, 839. I'm deep in. <laughs> we just getting ready to take it there. Bro, what the fuck? Like nah. I think And then I felt like Go ahead, my bad. Why does Why do we keep seeing him go beyond what we've seen? Like first the girl was twerking and it's like okay. My guess and, and I guess shit happens with him all the time. And look, that's arguably wasn't Salt Bay. We don't know, but that nigga looked like him. Remember they were saying it was arguably not him? Damn. See? This nigga's out there trying to probably steal the swag, but like, I don't know. At first it was all about the, the I thought he was just all about the elbow thing. And now, like, it looks like at every show he want to, somebody has to be able to be fed like that. And you see a whole bunch of videos of dudes like, no, 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 I'm not doing it. So look, that's the conversation right there. Uh, women were saying that dudes was what? What were they talking about? Because we said that we didn't want to, what, we're homophobic because we don't want to partake. Remember that? They were saying that niggas was homophobic oh, because. Oh, yeah, just because you want to be homophobic. You're homophobic because you really can't have another man let a piece of meat slide down your mouth. Listen to what y'all saying. <laughs> You want us to let just... Sit. Go ahead. My bad. To me, I don't give a damn if she put her tongue out or not. You don't let a nigga feed your girl... Nah, fuck that. A no. piece of steak no. like that. Hell no. Hell no. And then that's a conversation. I would though. have an issue with that, yeah. That's you gonna honestly, let this nigga put his meat in your mouth? <laughs> that's first date conversation now. You really gotta be like, if he was on a date, and that nigga from Instagram, they be doing this, their elbow soap shit. Try to come and put this steak thing in. My- you gotta bring that up. Because honestly... There are definitely people who don't think that there's nothing wrong with it at all. And that they will probably do it. Because people was bringing up hibachi and how to... I feel like that Chinese man who doesn't even know English throwing a piece of shrimp in your mouth is different than this slick-ass nigga. He's greased up. He's got on shades indoors. He right. looks like the nigga Juan DeCimo from... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This yeah. nigga is out to get shorties, you can tell. And he eyeing your girl like, look, with the... Yeah, he did. He kind of you know like fetched her with the ball. Yeah, pulp. like, look, he, he told her to basically put that chin up with the knife. Her husband was done. That was a clear-cut L. I've never seen a clearer L. Yeah, just a clear L. And you know what? That's the L that you got to tell your girl, look what you did to me. Look what you did to me. <laughs> look how you embarrassed me. You got me looking <laughs> all fucking stupid You right? got me looking Look on my motherfucking retirement birthday party. Uh, uh, and I'm on the fucking shade room. <laughs> that shade room I wonder, zoomed in on that nigga's whole thing. I wonder what event that was. <laughs> we yeah. out here for my cousins. <laughs> right. What do people uh, always have? Cabaret. Black people love cabaret. Black folks love a cabaret. <laughs> we showing up. No, look. Year, older black folks. I'm yeah, about to say older black up. folks. Yeah, we just went to a cabaret. And you, and you know what? Y'all when youngsters was, better not show up to the cabaret. When I was young, I thought a cabaret was like a boat dock or yeah, like a... They have a cabaret and a dirty-ass lounge. <laughs> they somewhere. have a cabaret in the family section at the Golden Corral. It's enough of y'all. <laughs> no, it's a cabaret. <laughs> First of all, that's funny to bring that up because remember when... I don't know if anybody has ever lived that trill-ass, thug-ass life where your family have a big-ass get-together at, get, at Golden Corral or the Buffet. Oh my God! Y'all get the room where it's not even tables in there. It's just a big ass room. They bringing y'all tables in when y'all get there. Mm-hmm. Just big ass. Yeah, we used to do that. Man, we used to rent out the Olive Garden. And you know what? When you think about it, that shit is disgusting. now. buffet. I was just talking about how I was a big fan of buffets when I was little, bro. I used to love going to a Me buffet too. with mom and dad. I used to love it. But what was the one we loved? The Chesapeake buffet. Chesapeake, the, uh, the Chesapeake Bay. Yes, Chesapeake Bay. They had these popcorn shrimp. Me and Terrence, boy, we were crazy Man. about that. I remember. I would never forget that because I felt like, and yo, you, there's you really no crazy. limit to this shit. We was crazy about popcorn <laughs> shrimp, and you grew up to be a popcorn shrimp boy, looking ass boy. Y'all should see this nigga. What do you look like? You look like the shrimp from a. Uh, what was a shrimp in? You are a shrimp boy. <laughs> do you know what shrimp? I heard. Well, let me let me stay back on the the buffet. Mm-hmm. I the, think. First of all, I, I love that buffet because, on any buffet, because I used to feel like, all right, bat I'm in. You know how you pay to get in somewhere and you have that, all right, fuck it. I'm in feeling. Right, I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck what happened before I got in. Most of oh, us yeah. felt going you, to the go-go. Yeah, I'm about to say, you get in a club, you feel like that. Like, fuck it. When you oh, ain't having enough of the cut line, you got in regular. Yeah, look, I had to leave my jacket at the door. I didn't even um. give a fuck about that jacket, but look. <laughs> you do whatever you can to get in places, but like I felt like it's kind of like that. Like, with the buffet, we got in. It's like, all right, now I'm in I'm about to eat whatever the fuck I want. And there's no limit. I never forget my mother put that plate in my hand and was like, go ahead. Like you can, you can get what you want. And it was like, so if I want, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if I want this, this and that, I can, you know what I'm saying? Yes, but I only bring that up because I was like, it's crazy how we in a pandemic right now. Mm-hmm. And like, will a buffet ever come back? You know what? No, now nah, buffets was leaving before. That's a good topic. What are some things that are leaving? I mean, that are gone that are never because back? of the pandemic. It won't come back. I don't think And we're we'll, we going to start with Buffet. We're going to start with Buffet. I'm going to take it a step further and go mosh pit concerts. I don't ever see it. That's coming back. If I they, don't see it, bro. They already doing it out in Australia. That Travis Scott uh, fuck the club up shit. I don't see niggas doing that now. They bringing that back. The kids are going to do it, fuck it. I about to say, I mean, if it was a whole bunch of, I about to say, yeah. You can't, I mean, honestly, people probably already doing that shit. They People already getting in the clubs. But that mosh pit shit. Now you know what I do think Will never come back What I don't think I don't think school Will ever come back the same way The way the kids go to school That's never coming back the same Nah you tripping They definitely gonna flood the hallways They Son School always mm. have done The most mm. They mm. They not gonna have the schools mm. Doing what they did before Like I'm really wondering If we gonna have to do this Socially distant shit forever Like can we pull up The social distancing Like Stickers And like floor markers And shit like that After a while because if they telling us that it's cool to shop everywhere and everybody, no business has a, a capacity limit or anything like that, do we still have to be six feet distance? You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all just going to open everything. Yeah. And honestly, I think you're going to see more of that with the emergence of the, uh, the vaccine. So the, I think the vaccine is going to allow certain stuff to come back. Or they just going to be like, fuck it. If you don't have the vaccine, we out here with the vaccine and we about to do it up and we about to open everything up. And if you don't have it, you need to get it. That's that BS, man. It's weird. We have never seen, you never seen Spike Lee on Instagram getting a flu shot. You know what I'm saying? They got all these celebrities putting their shots up. They're legit selling the vaccine. Mm -hmm. New world though. New world. Everything is about influence. Like back in the day, Nah. There wouldn't have been no type of influence for you. You don't see time. how you know, it's almost like how yeah. a nigga album come out and Meek Mill posted, I got a drag on there. Look, T I posted it, go to a drag thirteen. And it's like them. And it's like, yeah, this vaccine is like it's like that. Michelle Obama up there looking tired as hell. They trying to influence people to go and get that. And they trying to say, look at all of us getting it, y'all need to get it. And honestly, maybe we should influence people to get that drink. Let me tell you. Some of the people that I know that I got it. Go ahead, Tara. yeah, that's true. Shout out to y'all. But Speaking of those people, some of the people that I know that got the vaccine, they fucked up right now. What? They fucked up with symptoms. Because, you know, they say when you get the vaccine, like... Oh, you have certain... Yeah, some people don't have symptoms right away, and then that second shot, fuck you up. See? I don't know, bro. I'm going to steer very clear from that shit. You need to get it, though, bro. I you, bet. You got to get that vaccine. But, yeah, as far as the... um. Just to get all the way back to. Yeah, my bad. Salt Salt Bay, Bay. Mm -hmm. Or the dude. um, The dude with the meat. I just feel like. Yeah, pause. (laughs) People were saying that the dudes who were turning that down, who didn't want to let him do that, were uh, homophobic. And we just wanted to make it clear that it's like, yo, like we shouldn't be forced to do that if we don't. You know, we shouldn't be forced to do that. Not forced, but judged for not. Or otherwise, if we don't do it, yeah, we homophobic. Like, low-key, that is like, that shit made me feel jolly uncomfortable. Like, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. I'm not going to let another man put that shit down my mouth. And I don't give a fuck about, like, it's not even about, like, I'm super, super comfortable in my sexuality. It's just, I just don't even want you to do that. Like, I don't want anybody to do that. I never want to catch that or take the air shot air shot. Yeah, I never Never want to do that. Like no. I, if I go to the Hibachi joint and he's like, nah, I'm good, bro. Like I'm, I'm not doing. I it. I feel like it's for kids. If you got a little six, seven year old, let, let him, him do, him do it. it. Yeah, yeah, he likes to do shit like that. Do this. him. Me, I'm good. I'm, I'm grown. Like I don't want another man. I don't, I don't need you to do that. Like now you're making me a part of your show. Like I don't like when a magician makes you part of the trick, but you big time part of it. He yeah. telling you to raise your arms and lift this and hold this side, nigga, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> it's my trick. I'm a part of the show. <laughs> I'm not even enjoying this shit. But yeah, alright. Just to wrap that up, come on, y'all. Like, we should be able to turn that down without being called homophobic. Like, ladies, can't y'all turn shit down and not be called, you know? Yeah. hmm How you feel about circuses, bro? This is so random. I think about the elephants. Elephants got memory, bro. Elephants got memory and they remember shit like some humans. Mm-hmm. So when I think about a circus, like they got to be, there's no way you're, that they're treating these animals like dope. They got to be beating the shit out of them to keep them trained. Mm-hmm. The animal conditions are just fucked up. And let me tell you, this, let me tell you what I really think about circus, circuses. I don't know if anybody's been to the circus in the last two years, but I think I speak for everybody when I say that fucking circus, circuses are fucking incredible still. They are amazing. How about to say? They are. They I might I was thinking smell. about the animal cruelty, and then I was thinking, look, the motherfucking Barnaby brothers, they, they still got it. Bro, y- I'm telling you, when you watch them motherfuckers <laughs> do that dirt bite thing, and every the single fucking, time I'm amazed. bro. Yes. Every the, single time. Yeah. How the fuck y'all do that? And honestly, the shit with the lions, since we've seen some of the lions, I'm going to tell you, this is the honest truth about circuses. Since you've seen some lions go crazy and bite the nigga. Yeah. There's a small adrenaline rush that you have. Like, look, one of these lines can bite one of these motherfuckers. Yeah, and look, <laughs> and I'ma see it in person. You, you be dead ass wanting that to happen. Yeah. He biting his leg. <laughs> oh shit. <sure. laughs> that's what you. That's what we. That's what we came to record. Basically, it's fucked up, but random random shit. Random as shit. Thought th- we was talking about it today. I was like, look, sir. They was like, look, there's zergers are not. I'm like, y'all niggas, y'all ain't been. <laughs> yeah. And it just puts into perspective, like people be really doing this shit. And when I say that, like, we watch somebody like. Stand in front of a tiger with, like, that little stool, it looks like, and, like, literally control a tiger, bro. You can't do that, but he is literally in the flesh doing that. Like, I was thinking about, like, Kobe dropping 81 points, or Wilt Chamberlain at one point dropped 100 points. Like, yo, in the flesh, he really did that shit. No bullshit. I don't know. That's crazy to me. Wilt Chamberlain is the sure one that, that. fucked all the, they fucked over the, like, 1,000 women. Yeah. He got on there and said, "It's more like a dollars It's like, all right, Wilt. Yeah, let's be proud of that. I'm trying to beat that Wilt record. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, uh, next up, Grammys, Grammys. Wh- so you got the you got the list up? Yeah, get it right. I felt like the Grammys was uh oh the Grammy list of winners. Yeah. I felt like the Grammys was um, the Grammys was. Not too bad for it to be, ha- for it to have been like a virtual event. I felt like that was one of the better virtual events that we've seen all year. Because I feel like we've seen a couple. And I felt like the Grammys did a good job of making it still feel like, I don't know. It still have like some, um, some some importance. I don't know. Like it still stood out. It still felt like a special night. It didn't feel like it was a forced night because we're in the middle of, of a pandemic. It felt like that we really got like a. A Grammy night, but just a, the same night, yeah. Like the performances was dope, some of the virtual stuff was cool, like where they were on like remote locations, yeah. I felt like that, was, I don't know, I just felt like that was one of the better virtual shows. But I hey, look, what you got, sir? What w- uh, T was the one at record, of the, I mean, I'm sorry, T- no, I mean, like, T-Swizzle what you just won, think I about the get. uh, Grammys, just period, and then we can get into like the oh, um, I thought it was cool, <clears throat> I, um, y'all know, um. I thought it was cool. Oh, that's it. Like I thought it was. all right. yeah. I mean, Grammys is the Grammys. Grammys are going to Grammy every year. So the question really should be, how did the Grammys Grammy this year? Very true. All right, but um, I think Meg Thee Stallion is incredible. I think she's an incredible artist. You about to say but 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 <laughs> but she won best rap song she right? She won best rap song for. Or best rap perform, best rap song, and best rap performance for Savage, for Savage, um, featuring Beyonce. And honestly, I'm not gonna lie, I'm with Savage. Huh? Classy, boozy, that that shit fire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it was more of a fire TikTok challenge. What was You're it? Nom- go look and see what it was nominated against. It was a uh, yeah. See, this is some bullshit. They gave me the wrong list. Not to give you the winners. Grammys twenty one But I feel what you're saying when you say like that song was good for like TikTok. Like I totally get that. Because it was. I mean that song definitely popped for TikTok and it was definitely probably one of the most popular songs of last year, but like Was that the best performance? It went up against what? So best rap performance went to May the Stallion, Feature Beyonce, rapper Savage. It went up against Deep Reverence, Big Sean and Nipsey. Honestly, I love Nipsey, of course, RIP. Love Big Sean. Sometimes, but that song was great. But I would be lying if I said that was the better performance. All right. Nikki and, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Beyonce and Meg The Stallion really body that, that track, bro. Mm-hmm. And even though Deep Reverence is important. So, Deep Reverence, I'm gonna ask you right now Deep Reverence is, is better than Savage? Deep Beyonce, Beyonce. better? I would say, no, nah, I wouldn't have picked Deep Reverence as my winner. But let me read the rest of them. All right. You got Bob by the Baby. I needed some shit with some bop in it. Did you see the video? Look, did you see the, <laughs> the nigga trying to sell you? Yeah. That was a great performance. That was, that was. That but, was look, an incredible but look, but look, but look, but look. Was that yes! better than, than, did you, do you remember Beyonce verse on that joint? Of course I do. Beyonce, of course. I went back and listened to Beyonce verse and Beyonce was spitting bars on that joint. But I feel like that, that performance was pretty dope. You haven't gotten to the one that I'm, that, I, that I'm waiting for though. Wait. You got what's popping, Jack Harlow. Hey, look, one of the biggest songs of the year. Yeah, definitely deserve to be nominated. Dior by Pop Smoke. Oh yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. Look, they're giving they're giving Chadwick everything and he died. Terrell. <laughs> now that's disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. I don't think he, he should. He made been it. disrespectful because he haven't seen my rainy. <laughs> haven't even seen My Rainy Black Bottom Haven't even seen My Rainy Black Bottom Man, We need to see Sound of Metal Did you see the fucking clip that they posted Oh my god Haven't seen Message to the King <laughs> <laughs> Netble- wasn't it, is Netflix Wasn't a Netflix joint Message to the King That is a Netflix Nobody movie. has seen that swear. But uh, all, everybody has seen You haven't said it folks. yet The biggest snub to me of that Yep Is the fact that That song won over Lil Baby's The Bigger Picture Like That was the clear winner Like it was clear Yep we didn't even need, nobody, no thought. You could have named all them tracks as soon as you got to the bigger picture by the baby. I mean, by little Baby, you would have been like, all right, bet. That's the one. That's the one that literally spoke to the entire year that we had last year. But, yeah, fuck it, because Grammys, y'all don't got the heart to do nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really give somebody the award for being socially correct. Let's just give it to whoever blew up on TikTok the most. Right. Best rap song. Again, though, not surprised. Yeah, best rap song went to Savage. Um, again, over Rockstar by the uh, baby. Laugh now, cry later by Drake. Uh, the Box by Roddy Rich. And bro, that E ooh, people said it for months. The fact that that won over the Box is like, all right. In the bigger picture, by Lil Baby again. I would have picked the Box of that. I think what what Roddy did like. To make that joint pop And to make people love it Was incredible It was nothing done As much as I love Beyonce She's the greatest of all time Like The Savage joint was so good though Was it? It It was was. That was such a great song But like, Think about our Savage reaction And think about our Reaction to the box That's the fucking thing right here Sound like uh, Sound like uh, Plankton's wife Sound like we in the middle of the chum bucket Speaking of chum boy You look like chum You look like you work at the chum bucket boy. You look like you. Y'all don't don't have any customers in there. You remember when Pelican used to have the chum on a stick? (laughs) 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 The the, the bowl of chum or some shit? What the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) Hey, look. uh, Best rap album went to Nas for King's Disease. My pick was Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs. Um, But. It won over Written Testimony. It won over Black Habits, D-Smoke. Written Testimony was uh, Jay Electronica and uh, Jay-Z. It won over the, um, the Royce of Five Nine track. I mean, the Royce of Five Nine project, the Allegory. I feel like I've li- literally listened to all of those projects. First of all, I'm going to put some, uh, just, we're going to highlight D-Smoke, who is relatively fresh into his career, already be Grammy nominated for Best Rap Album. That's dope. But a lot of people felt like he didn't belong here. Honestly, if you listen to Black Habits, it was a great-ass fucking album. That was a great-ass album, bro. Was it a great rap album, though? It was a great rap album. And now, mind you, he very kendrick s. Like, he, that nigga really can spit. So when you listen to it, you wouldn't listen to it and be like, what the fuck is this? This ain't real hip-hop. This is that bullshit I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? You would yeah. just respect. You know what? Put it like this. Remember when Nipsey was nominated for Victory Lap? Yeah. And everybody was like, Astro World deserved to win. But we all was like, if Nipsey win, that's real rap, we just gonna respect it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We was like, if Pusha win, it's real rap, we just gonna respect it. But we all wanted Astro World to win because of how big the project was. That's this is kind of the same thing. So let me ask you this because I'm seeing an overwhelming majority say that the D Smoke project is the, the most bullshit nomination. So, what makes you think? What do you, what makes you think? Well, why do you think people say that? Because I didn't listen to the D Smoke album, but you saying you heard it. So, why would people feel that way? Do you know? Don't nobody know D Smoke like that. D Smoke was on a Netflix show. Next thing you know, he won the show and then he put an album out and then put another album out. And that album is that album that got nominated. And you can't, I think Black Habits, the actual track, like the title track, is one of the bigger tracks from the uh, from the album but you didn't hear a bunch of buzz from that album so I totally get why people see that nominated and then Lil Baby, My Turn, not nominated and feel like we need to get D Smoke the fuck up out of here but my thing is like when you really look at the art like all of those albums that's in there it's really hard to throw one of them album, albums off for Lil Baby uh, My Turn cause when you really think about it D Smoke's Black Habits album that's a that's a rap album for real that's like that's legit that's real hip-hop not saying that Lil Baby wasn't but if you really look at them nominations you can see where they went they really went with the real hip-hop route that's Black Habits D Smoke that's Freddie Gibbs Alfredo that's written testimony with Jay Electronica and then Nas and then they gave it to Nas they owed Nas that Grammy that was Nas first Grammy win but then again, I mean... I mean, now Does I'm gonna, Jay have a Grammy for best rap album? 1,000%. He has, I want to say, three which or one? four of them. Which one? You got Jay-Z way fucked up. I definitely do. I definitely do. But my thing is, like, when he was like, tell the Grammys fuck that 0 for 8 shit, I'm like, hold on, wait, does Jay-Z have an album that get... Because I don't think Jay-Z had an album get best rap album. He won album. for Hard Knock. He won for Volume 2 in 99. He won for... Um, hold on, wait. Damn it. I wanted to throw that up for Nas. He won for, yeah, he won for volume two. This nigga's real. Damn, no, I'm wrong. He didn't. He won, yeah, no, he did. He won for one, he won for volume two, but he has a bunch of rap song, rap solo performance. See, you're not looking at, go to, see, what are you doing? Have you never looked at a nigga's Wikipedia before? I don't trust Wiki, bro. I can go in there and make a Wiki. Look, Jay-Z, Grammys. 23 wins. Best rap song. Oh, he has one. Look. uh, Best Urban Contemporary album. Terrell. I just said best rap album, bro. And Jay-Z has, has not. Has won. For what album? He has won for volume two. It's a hard knock life. Where, Terrell, you said it was a. Uh... Show the look. This nigga searching. Y'all should see he's searching hard to find and He can't. Yeah. Oh, best rap album volume three. Volume best times. wins. He was nominated for volume three. Oh, he was nominated for all right. All right. The Blueprint all right, what, didn't which, win best rap album in 2001. What won? What, what won? That's a good question. Hey, uh, but, go down to the uh, because you see, you can click and see when he won. Uh, uh, see who won he said see all one who won from that list so okay so he does my bad y'all we literally just went through all of that because I was going to say damn Nas that's a good way to one up Jay because we're, unfortunately his whole career has always been like that me versus Jay combo back and forth like every time it seemed like Nas dropped Jay dropped mm-hmm. I was just getting ready to be like hey my man Nas got a, a best rap album Grammy but you know what all the bullshit and competitiveness and the uh, who better, who better than he uh, aside. Shout out to Nas, man. Definitely, deserve to Nas. That, uh, that definitely deserved that Grammy for his career. And if y'all listen to that Kings of D- Disease album, that joint was definitely fire. The joints that I like from that joint was the, uh, of course, I like the spicy. Mm, 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 mm. Fuck with that joint. I fuck with the... Uh, let me fucking go and look. The joint with what? The joint with Gunna? That joint was fire. I mean Don Tolliver, forgive me. The joint with Don Tolliver? You don't even have it on your album, on, on your phone. I don't got it in my Serata. Uh, just even looking at this one, I like uh. I like the Ultra Black, the Hit Boy joint. I like the uh. So I like spi- I like Spicy, I like Cardi 5, I like Blue Benz. 27 Summers was dope. I literally like 2 through 5. And I'm trying to remember these other joints. I want to say 10 points in Spicy, but I just remember listening to that album real early in the morning one day. Um, and I don't know. I was just feeling like, yo, this is like real shit. And it wasn't like the Kanye album we got with Nas. It was like, I feel like Hit Boy definitely had a big... And you know what? Shout out to Hit Boy because he gets that that Grammy too. Mm-hmm. But Hit Boy definitely showed that, yo, all you got to do is tweak the sound and we can just roll with Nas and look, I can get Nas a Grammy. And, and Nas it, was happier with this album than he was with the one that he did with Ye. And think about how that make you look as, like, as Hit Boy. Think about how that make you look. You know, if I'm sitting down with an artist, if I'm Hit Boy, I could be like, look, I just took Nas who was in a situation with Kanye, who's literally a great, but... You know, some greats do what they want. I'm able to mold to whatever you want to do. And I can elevate you and take you there. Hit Boy doing legendary shit before our eyes, bro. He really is. He really is. Son, he is. And a nigga can spit. Excuse me. For the y'all. This nigga, man. That'd be a good versus between Hit Boy and uh, Metro. Honestly, no. You know what? Hit Boy already went up against Boy Wonder. I don't know who could go up against Metro Boomin There's nobody But back to the Grammys Couple of things that I want to talk about DiCardi, How did you feel about the Cardi B Meg Watt performance It's whatever bro I'm sick of talking about uh, I'm sick of looking like You know what I'm saying At this point we just kind of got to say Fuck it it seems like I'm not going to get up there and say that what They should have performed something different Or this is the song that they. I'm not going to harp on it You know what I'm it, saying yeah I'm not gonna harp on it. I mean, I, I didn't. Feel. I thought it was a. I think it's a time and a place for everything. I didn't really feel like that was the time or the place for that song, especially because of the way they had to perform it. They had to bleep out a bunch of stuff, yeah. which means you can't really give it the true performance it deserves. Yeah. Um, and it's the Grammys. Like it's. It was but just, you know what? It was kind of embarrassing, Loki. Did you feel that same way when Beyonce performed Drunk in Love" at the Grammys? What are you talking about? Do you remember that performance? Do you are you are you seriously comparing wet ass pussy? To an amazing song You said it was a time and a place. You said it was a time and a place for certain tracks. And I vividly remember when Beyonce did that, that it was a certain camp that was like, she really doing this on the Grammys? I shouldn't be doing this on the Grammys. Because she was like, that uh, makes no, what? We be all night love. She spin that shit to drive around like the partition, please. She definitely, she definitely segwayed over to that. Maybe I'm wrong. No. Stamp, she didn't perform that shit on the stage. She didn't. She performed partition on her Nah bro Beyonce got more class She ain't, she ain't performing that She didn't perform partition She performed Drunk in Love On the Grammys So What's the difference Drunk Between that and WAP completely different I get it WAP is talking about Like vulgar things But look They're not saying the words But you're right Time and a place for everything You last can't open thing, one door And not open the other door Last thing I remember Was our beautiful bodies, uh Grinding off in that club Like It's like dancing then drunken love, whatever. Cardi starts the song by saying "extra large and extra hard," like <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Right. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. Y'all see how the Beyonce fans are cat for their queen? Cat you just like a, about, y'all just like the bees in the hive. What she do?
1: Yeah, yeah. you really want to lose you get your stung. whole
0: stinger and life? Watch your mouth. <laughs> y'all be wrong. People be coming for Beyonce, then when the Beyonce fans come for their whole life, they be hurt. <laughs> Did you see that girl on Twitter that went for that girl who said something about her? Like, the girl said something about, like, jean shorts, and the girl was like, that's why, you're, that's why your mother is something, and it's like... They were talking about how when yeah, girls man, they come go back. Through your bio, They go look at your bio and see your RIP and then disrespect the fuck out of your family. Yeah, they were talking about how girls don't know how to, like, go, like, John or roast. So they will literally fucking slash your heart out, son. Oh, no bullshit. Like, your, yeah, girl, your, girl, you your girl, girl will definitely take it too far. Yeah. That's why, that's why you're going bald, nigga. Like, thin- look, hair thinning. Head thinning like shit, boy. You be like, damn, like, I'm low-key <laughs> going to have to take that home with me i am be thinking about that in the car Yeah I'm gonna be thinking about that on the way to <laughs> Like even later Like when she said why don't you wear that hat You'd be like the thinning joke You were serious about that <laughs> All good jokes contain true shit Shout out to uh, nigga on the throne But how did you feel about the little baby performance I thought the the duh baby performance The little baby performance The bigger picture I mean I didn't even see the Lil Baby performance And we'll let that walk into my next I point. saw the Baby Lil Baby's performance was He performed a bigger picture Why do I not remember that joint? Because Terrence you wasn't even home for the Grammys I was home for the Grammys We was at Mom and Dad's Nah you left You was on the road for that performance You legit was on the road Okay yeah yeah you're right Nigga left in the most You missed the whole shit Damn But um Mm-hmm. I hated Lil Baby's performance. Like I absolutely hated it. What was he doing? It was a, uh, it was, was a bi- choir. It was the no. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, that's War Baby. Mm-hmm. That's War Baby, which would have been amazing at the Grammys. Let's perform that. <laughs> but the only reason I hated, like, because people was like, you know, I tweeted that, hate the baby, hate the little baby. I was like, well, that was dope. What the fuck is wrong with you? Look, you have Black Lives Matter in your header and you you didn't like it? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, all right, niggas. I'm not going to fly that way to the pod. You got Black Lives Matter in your header? I still got the Black Lives Matter um thing in my header from when everybody put it in Black Lives Matter things. Yeah. With the, with the three women. I still have that in there because I just never had time to change it. I don't know what to change it to. And look, it's always relevant. Yeah. Um, But I hated the little baby performance. And people people was asking me why. And bro, since you didn't see it, I'm gonna see if I can. It was like I'm not gonna play it, but like, was it reminiscent of the DaBaby performance where he performed like Bop or Suge or some shit? But he chose to do the George Floyd that no, Lil baby, he, no, DaBaby actually made a new song for that. But the uh, the little baby performance was kind of like that. Hold on, wait, brand new Lamborghini fucking cop car. The pistol to my head like I'm a cop. You ever seen a real nigga around style? The Lil' Baby performance. So basically, he was like a protester in a sense. Okay. They like he's like rapping the bigger picture. Like he goes up to the cop. I'm about to show Terrence real quick, y'all. Like, look, this nigga from uh Oh wow, they did a whole scene. Mm-hmm. This nigga from uh Insecure who really went through this recently with the cops. And and did a whole lot of press during the Black Lives Matter thing. They took this nigga, they put him down. Look, I think they ended up shooting him or some shit like that. Yeah. Then look, it was big bigger than black and they white. They shot him. Yeah, they killed him. Then look, all the people saw it. I gave him chance to chance to dance again. I'm showing Terrence a performance, y'all. Wow. Spoken. So they literally have a shooting. They're burning down the building. Look, so. It, I hated it. Oh wow. Let me tell you why I hate this performance, because it did look. They ended it with Tamika Mallory giving a look. We justice, every, policy, and everything else that- I hate everything. I hated everything about it. It's I like, hate it because look, go the, ahead and get your shit off. I hated the little baby performance at the Grammys, because what the fuck are we doing? Who are we talking to? Why, how many times are we going to do this? How many times are we going to do this? Like, I get it. Like, they have little Baby out here. Look, this is the cringiest shit right here. And it's the thing. I like the message, but it was just cringy. Look. They start walking down the street together. Then look. Terrell scrubbing on his computer. Y'all sorry for the listeners. They get to the mic. Terrell's talking about the, the performance. I hated this part. Where they was in front of the cops. I absolutely hated it, bro. First of all, this is not Lil Baby. He don't give a fuck about this shit for real. He made that clear after he made the song that look, I ain't even really on that type time. Yeah. Which I don't fault you for. We we're not we not trying to make you an activist. It's completely fine. But this shit, this this protesting shit has got us absolutely nothing. Standing in the street screaming, Candace, and let me tell you, not Candace. Uh, I'm gonna talk about Candace Owens in a minute. Tamika Mallory. Uh, Tamika Ma- Tamika Mallory came under some heat. Did you see that shit? No. Uh, Samaria Rice, um, Tamir Rice's mother, was like, "These bitches is clout chasing. Y'all ain't lose nothing in this fight. We lost sons. Y'all using our sons to get clout. This is some bullshit, and I'm speaking out.
1: Damn. That's what she said.
0: And it did just kind of feel like." All right, Tamika Mallory, I love you, but it's a time and a place. This shit on the Grammys is just like, all right, this shit got us nothing. We want justice. We want guess what? We haven't got shit yet. Right. So this is this is the issue, y'all. For the people who are wondering, like, why would he have an issue with that when they're not getting justice? Mm. Is that's it? We're not getting justice, and we're doing shit, and it's literally pointless. We at the Grammys. Where they don't even want to nominate y'all. They don't even want to... They didn't even give Lil Baby the award for that shit. You know what I'm saying? They don't even give a fuck about that song. That was clearly the biggest song to me. They would rather give it to Savage. Like... Forgive me. The Grammys does this to us every single year. And every year we do this. but we would be like, I can't believe it. They literally show their true colors every year. Mm -hmm. They gave... Kendrick Lamar put out one of the most Elevating albums ever Mm -hmm. Feel me? You listen to that? One of the best albums ever, Good Kid, Mad City No, really, you listen to Good Kid, Mad City And you literally think, okay, like I have a new Appreciation for just the genre of hip hop, period Mm -hmm. They gave the award to Macklemore Over so many good albums That year, like it it ain't even funny We are not even gonna get into that But like, like, they've shown their true Colors with what they do with just Little shit, like little shit like giving Cardi B album of the year over, you
1: yeah, know what I'm saying? Giving like
0: a, giving a deal, giving a deal the um the album give, of the over Beyonce's Lemonade, right? Like, and even as far as like not even nominating not the, the Weekends album, yeah, at all, at all. Like, and it's the thing, not even to bring up Beyonce, but just examples of where even the person that won was legit. Like, yo, you should have won. Yeah, like hella examples. Even like best album, like I swear, like all the album of the years that they've they've given a certain albums to, like. I just feel like whoever this academy is, the recording academy, like they're so detached from the culture that they can only read a newspaper when they're trying to figure out who to give our awards to. And what I mean by that is they're going and looking at the, the archives and the numbers. So right. I guess if you look at the TikTok plays and you look at probably the spins, Savage, for what it did over the pandemic, oh, yeah. Savage probably is the number one played song out of all them songs. So now we know. I mean, put it like this. Long story short, we need to understand that they're not picking us based off of our true performance. They're picking us based off of metrics, like stats. Like, they wouldn't pick. And that's not even all the way true. I think it is. Because if that's the case, then Roddy would have been nominated for a lot more because he charted for a, a little baby would have been nominated for my turn or maybe it's not stats but maybe like you know what like I mean, pop- popularity like yeah like clout clout and to bring that's it a back good, to the little bit ba- yeah bringing it back to the little baby performance that's the reason why i didn't like it because i just feel like all right how many times are we going to do this yeah how, I, like how long are we going to be okay with that like y'all not tired of that every single time like i get it like we always have like a we just went through the biggest probably version of that period for Beyonce taylor you know what i'm saying yeah and for george floyd where you had like protests around the world and we still yeah we did all the of song that. is a protest song though Terrell. It, it is it is it is but and i'm not speaking on the song but we just did all of that to get an arrest and it still ain't no telling if that dude Derek Chauvin is gonna to go to jail. You right. know what I'm saying? And it, oh, it's or it's gonna be convicted. But to me, I just when I was watching it, I was like, how many times are we gonna do this? And then here goes Tamika Mallory up here again. And it's like, you know what? She's great, she's for the people. But this at the Grammys right now, was this the best idea? I would have much rather seen Lil Baby and 42 Doug get up there and perform We Paid. Yeah. Like, like we, Why can we never look at our art and escape? The way are they always, came. I'm telling you, bro. This is the thing. They always black people are the only race of people. I swear this is I swear this. We are the only race of people that are consistently daily, monthly, yearly reminded of our oppression or um, reminded of our trauma, bro. It's trauma. We the only race. They don't say, "Hey, let's talk about um Let's talk bro, I, I don't wanna bring up nobody's bullshit. But yeah. you get what I'm saying. Like Yeah, like they don't they don't bring you. Know what I'm they're not History going up Month, to Black History Month every year is a constant grooming of hey you were a slave to a young black child or a black people period, right? Yeah. Because they don't we gotta grow up to find out about Mansa Musa and all of the different. We got to grow up to find about real black history. You got to grow up and find about that. But you are legit groomed as a kid to learn about slavery, Martin Luther King, all that shit. Yeah, they take you. And the the route that they take. You know how, remember when you went to the Black History Museum, you couldn't even just go where you wanted? Pete, if y'all went to the Black History Museum when it first came out, you couldn't even go where you wanted I couldn't just go straight for the royalty. I couldn't just go in and say, Y'all they only changed wanna, it, but now you can cause they changed it because now you can. But when we went, it was like Yeah. they made it so okay. So they, they, they changed, changed that it. fucking Yeah, they changed it. Now they you can put go you everywhere. in an elevator and they say, No, you have to start at the bottom. You have to go to the very beginning before, mm. you, can very beginning before you can go to the top. And it's like and what was, I yeah. get it, but like that's the same strategy that we use for for like everything. Like, yeah. not saying that we should learn we shouldn't learn about like if we learn in American bullshit. history, the museum is bullshit. National Museum for African American history and culture Like I get it um, But to me It's not like a It doesn't represent real black history I mean I guess it is African American So like it goes it's from Af- American slave American adult slavery to And that's what I have. That's where I have to check myself Cause I be like in school it's bullshit We don't learn we don't learn And it's like they don't equate our history To American history We literally be just learning about Everybody who did some shit Before they came here and came here Or we learn about the people Like You learn about all of these English motherfuckers That did all this shit All these artists You know what I'm saying They ended up coming here Right I felt like I don't know Maybe because we were I don't The only The first black people here Were slaves I guess that's just where They want to start us With history But You're right We do have that Constant reminder of our trauma It's a consistent hey, Reminder of trauma Now let's just go ahead And jump right into The movie that's coming out Concrete Cowboy Right? Hold on, wait, before we pass Grammys. I okay. Because I was just going to take it straight from where we were talking about it into that, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll go back to that. But that's the reason why I hated the Little Baby performance. It's a constant reminder of our trauma, always. Um, but before we leave Grammys, big shout out to the queen. Big shout out to the greatest of all time Beyonce. Um, yeah. Giselle knows Carter. Y'all, um, goat. GOAT. How can you not say she's not the GOAT now? 28 she's 28 definitely- Grammys. Most by any woman ever. Yeah. Period. So all y'all that's putting all these people above Beyonce and I'm not going. Some of them have gone on the glory. Then ain't got 28. I'm just gonna say that. Do Michael Jackson have 28? Of course. Right. So he. I wasn't talking about him. Oh. Uh. Beyonce said the greatest performer of all time. Oh yeah. I nobody don't see who can who touch. Who they w- put up next to be if if not MJ? Uh oh, like Whitney. Sh- I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say, but just put some respect on it now. Now it's 28 Grammys behind that person that has that, that, the greatest performance yeah, as, right. as well. We was also just talking about the, the kind of the BS behind the Grammys though. So it's crazy how you know you go from saying like the Grammys is bullshit, but then you go from saying that to, hey, shut up, Beyonce, you know she won the most Grammys, and it's like, you see how oh, we you do? Know, yeah, no, no, you, you're right, because and that's we didn't, the with the, we, didn't, we didn't fuck yeah. with the savage, but I am happy for Beyonce. Because I'll you take, did I'll have take some a, a young like W any day. Yeah. And you had some people who felt like Beyonce and them Beyonce and Jay, you know what I'm saying, at the Grammys and like Beyonce winning them Grammys, like at a certain point Beyonce and Jay was on some fuck the Grammys type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, when y'all that. wasn't winning. So I guess it, it looks like the natural way for celebrities for real, for real. Is like if the Grammys don't nominate us, then it's fuck the Grammys. But right. when they do yeah. nominate us, oh my god, I'm so honored. This is what I wanted my whole life. Let me tell you something about Beyonce. And if you haven't figured this out by now, then... And I wasn't saying that this shit don't be. No, you right, you're saying, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. No, because you're right, because a lot of people do think that way. But what I will say about Beyonce and Jay, if I'm not winning, I'm not showing up. It's the same reason why Drake didn't show up nominated for Laugh Now, Cry Later. He knew he wasn't going to win. Beyonce will not show up if she's not winning. But you saying that like it's a cool thing. It's not a cool thing, but it's what people do. Because we were just talking about how that's whack. We were just talking about how it's whack to not show up if you're not going to win. And stars no, not no, showing I'm up not, just cause fuck it Am I saying it like it's cool I'm just telling you like it is Like that's what they do You was definitely saying that shit like I was cool boy If she don't win She's not showing up That's, that's not cool well, That make be. you look a certain way It does but when Y'all was definitely on some fuck the Grammy shit Now y'all winning You up there You real happy And it's like But if they don't nominate you for your album In a year and a half or two years Are we gonna go back to saying fuck the Grammys Cause look we bought well, to Beyonce probably understand went to support this. Megan Houston we buy the t-shirt. You know what I mean? Mm. And we going to walk around with the fuck the Grammy t-shirt on. <laughs> if you switch up, we still walk around with this t-shirt on. Feel me? And that's what st- that's what people do. They be like, "Yo, you know what? Fuck the Grammys. We not doing that. You don't want to nominate us. Look, fuck NASCAR. They don't want to they don't want let me in Fuck NASCAR. Nobody listening to NASCAR." Yeah. And it's like we be like, all right, bet, fuck NASCAR. Let's go, let's print the shirts. We all rocking out, fuck NASCAR shirts. Next thing you know, so-and-so inks deal with NASCAR. And we like, oh, so we take these and put these. Mm-hmm. And look, we're going to throw these away. Didn't look, because this will, this will always happen with the Grammys. We might as well just fold our fuck the Grammys shirts up and just tuck Save them on. away. Because mm-hmm. in two years, it's going to be fuck the Grammys and shit. Instead of me getting a new shirt, <laughs> we're on the same shit we've been on. To the gravy fuck that over ape hey, shit. Cause have you ever seen a crowd going ape shit? Rah. I mean, I get it. Like, I get it too. Like, don't they I don't, don't have, have nothing else to be excited to look forward to. I understand it. But I understand how somebody would be like, You're, uh hypocrite. They yeah. should have Whatever, man. Were you a billionaire? If I was a billionaire, I wouldn't show up unless I was winning either. I'm about to say, now. honestly, do they really even give a fuck about them joints? They probably don't. Like we sitting here like Oh, you're you're, you're a Grammy. like won. yo, I don't even give a fuck about these joints. You saw the picture of Blue Ivy sipping the sipping out of the Grammy, and you know why though? Why that was a big thing? When Jay Z won, he he was like, Hey, Blue, Daddy's got a sippy cup for you. Oh yeah, like, A gold that. sippy cup for you. And then for her to win her own and, then and, sip and out use of it as right? a sippy cup. Wow, man. what literally legit Ivy League? Let's get it. Come on, man. I could have got a fucking Grammy. That's nothing. Blue Ivy's Grammy is nothing to be proud of. I'm sorry, Terry, she's she's, you don't get, she's you don't eight get, years old and won a Grammy. So real, you she don't get a song you with Beyonce. We're not gonna sit here and applaud that though. We're not gonna and applaud that. Beyonce, that's hap, it, It's good for for you. Thanks Blue, that's her. good for your legacy. But like, that's crazy. We're How not about to said? sit here and act like and she hate. even sounded that great as a young singer. All right, dance. There are now. Sure, keep it on it. You're hating on an eight year old. So real. Uh, all right, you're right. Now you're making me hate because what I'm saying is. There are some real talented young singers out there, and I get that Blue Ivy. You, sat, you she got on the, the the track and she sang, but like, come on, bro. She was on a track with Beyonce. And It was one of the biggest tracks. My little cousin could have won a, a Grammy award if that's the case. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about that Grammy. I'm not taking anything away from her, but like you said, right place, right time, bro. Right, right parents. Yeah, like right. because the brown skin girl song is fire. The Beyonce definitely deserved the 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 mm. the gold for that, but like. To be sitting here talking about like, now Blue has one of her own. It's like, all right, fuck out of here. Like, she was basically giving one. Yeah, too And look how we look at this shit. Look, that's real hate, hating. You, you, you hating on the eight-year-old. Yeah. I'm hating on for what? And we talking shit about these awards, and we don't even give a fuck about them. Yo, Ivy got stock and shit. She's like about to be, bro. All right, well. If you're ready to go on to the yeah. next topic, then I am. Yes, sir. Moving away from Grammys, you want to talk about that Cutlass Cowboy or whatever it was called? It was called Concrete? Concrete Cowboy, and people was upset with me because whatever. Like I'm just gonna let y'all go look at the trailer for it. Just go look into the look at the trailer for it. Oh, him. you tweeted about it? I just put the clown faces over it. I, I put. That's disrespectful. Okay. Because he ahead. put uh at the end the trailer, he would be like, uh, yo, I'm sorry. Terrence, Terrence, I'm convinced Terrell is going to... Go ahead. Finish. I'm convinced. I don't understand it. There's no and way he, you don't he's, understand he's a, Terrence is a black filmmaker, right? Or a black aspiring filmmaker. So he's super judgmental of anybody black that does anything black. Nah, bro. I just, Like, that's just... I don't get it. When you're a black... When you're an aspiring black filmmaker or you're sitting in, like, the black film community, you really got to do this thing where... You don't get to watch what's uploaded. Like, you have to sit back and see what's put into the black. I want you to think about a library, right? Like, imagine if all of the books that they were putting into the African-American section of the library was just, like, all, like, like, look. There's, like, the Frederick Douglass autobiography, the Malcolm X autobiography, and you like, yo, like, these are great. Like, this is cool. But, like, I know for a fact that we have, like, the Secret Life of Bees, and, like, we got, like, little shit from, like, like, little black stories, other black stories that we can put out there. Like, I know we got never black story up in the knees. And, like, you keep getting fed that same thing. You don't really give a fuck about the rest of the library. You just give a fuck about that one section. So me, like, as an aspiring black filmmaker, it's like, you only give a fuck about that. And I just felt like we're not going to stay on it too long. If you look at the movie, it just seems like the movie is about regular Regular shit, not really necessarily regular shit because they go to that dope-ass ranch. And I heard that's a real ranch where they have the horses and stuff like that. But, like, I feel like instead of them having a movie where they're going to teach us about the ranch and teach us about the cowboys on the ranch and teach us anything dope about the ranch, the movie's going to be about the young boy having an off-and-on relationship with his father. His father brings him on the ranch, and then he starts fucking with the ranch, and then, I guess, the man is going to come and take the ranch. So what they're going to do, we're going to ride. So I guess that means they're going to all get on their horses and protest. Because I told Terrell, I don't, I don't see the end of that movie ending what? Like Django Unchained? Is that going to end like Birth of a Nation? Nat Turner, they're going to run through and sack the city for trying to take the ranch? No. They're going to go and that movie's going to end with them protesting. And then the city still took the ranch. You know what I mean? Like, not saying that they did it in real life. I don't know if the protest worked or not. But it's just like, we get another protest movie like people were upset with me because i didn't like it but i'm because they're like yo this ranch is a real place and it's like okay but like you're forced to learn about this ranch through the social trauma that you're gonna see in your everyday yeah like we're looking at gentrification right now it's it's the gentrification story we love this ranch history on this ranch the man that's coming to take the ranch and let me tell y'all regardless what these movies tell you unless y'all unless those people can afford to put up some money that's true these places get taken and what was that line that Zendaya said that we really liked in that movie where we were talking about how for you it was something, but for me I had to live with it. She it told something. him that he took all the ugly shit and made something beautiful out of it. I just had to keep it. Like I just had to deal with all of the ugly shit. Yeah, it goes back to that because gentrification is still real. That shit still do happen. Yeah, so gentrification. There's people right now that's losing their ranches and places like that, right? The movie should be an escape for them. Instead, mm-hmm. to go see a black movie, oh, yeah, you won't either have to see the one where uh oh, they got a good lineup for you. They got the one where the, the the gentleman plays the uh what's the gentleman's name? Oh, Fred Hampton. Yeah, Black Panther biopic. Oh, but be aware that one's about the rat, who actually ratted him out. So that's a good one. Uh, you could either see that. You could go and see the one about uh oh, they got a good one coming out about Aretha Franklin, and her coming up. Or maybe the same chick that was in that you might want to look at the movie she was in before that, the Harriet Tubman movie. Oh well, you know what? If you don't want to watch that, how about coming to America too? That'll probably really make you laugh. Oh, you don't want to watch that? How about uh, how about Queen and Slim? I think the dude and I'm getting killed by the cop, him and his girl, you know that's relative. Or you could watch that Birth of a Nation dude. What's his name? name oh, American Parker. Skin. You could watch that. Oh, and people were telling me, oh, a night in a night in Miami. That's a good movie where you know with Malcolm X and and Sam and Cook, Sam mm-hmm. Cook and all them. Them dudes from back. That was. That's a place in the '60s. That's a good one. Uh, you you see what we we looking at? Yeah. Now, point me to the other shit. Mm. You can't. It's gonna be hard as fuck. Oh, you got Black Panther over there. All right, cool. Even that. Even that's like, we don't even learn about Black Panther for real. Like, when people, one thing that everybody was saying about uh coming to America too is how it had the same storyline as the Black Panther where it's, like, all about the chicks. Like, if you really think about Black Panther, my boy E brought that to my attention about how it was all about the women. And, yeah. it's, and it's nothing wrong with that. It's just, like, the for the, the storylines yeah, the the story for those two movies are, like, identical. Yep. Yeah. Long story short. I love I that, I love like that, like that like analogy that you have, though, because it does show the lack of creativity yeah. in terms of, like, what we putting out. Where is our Wolf of Wall Street? Where is our Inception? Where is our... Yeah, because we have our Wolf of Wall Streets out there. Yeah, we, we have our stories out here. We there. need them stories where you don't gotta go and be revisited But I'll tell you, bro. Remember what I told you. We are constantly being fed our own trauma. Yep. And people form this shit like as some shit they they, they they just make it beautiful and we gotta live through it again. And we so used to being we so used to just being cool with whatever we're given. Yes. That we just say that it's cool. Even if like y'all have seen good movies. The crazy thing is that some of y'all will see good movies. And then you look at black movies as like these dumbass movies. Like, oh, you think of black movies and you think of comedies and whack movies. And you think that that's what the ceiling is. But that's what also the infrastructure feeds you. If I Google black movies right now, it's going to be a bunch of comedies. Yeah, but I'm saying y'all look at that and see the ceiling. I don't. I look at that and see that that's all that they have put in this room. But like, I don't see that and see that that's the ceiling for where we got. But I feel like most people look at that and be like, you know what? Yeah, black movies will always be comedy. They'll always be... And it's like we just trying to get away from that period. Like, mm-hmm. no, I understand it. I understand it. I understand it. But I yeah, it. just to get away from that. Uh, y'all go and check the trail out for that, and let me know what y'all think. You know, mm-hmm. there was a Tamika Mallory versus Samaria Rice. You put on here. We already talked about that. Aren't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for sure. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, before we get into uh, no, you know we could talk about Kanye. Started started the podcast off with um. With power, no no one man can have all this power. And honestly, when I saw that news, yeah, that Kanye was worth six point six billion, worth six point six billion, making him the richest black man in in history. Mm-hmm. That's incredible, bro. That is big news. That's like huge news. That yeah. means he surpassed every. Honestly, it's actually not accurate. What you mean? He's the richest. African descendant of slavery ever you're the richest American black dude yeah af- you're richest African-American in history and African-American in history yeah but they were like he's the richest black man in history mm. <laughs> we could go with y'all we can go to when y'all Jesus okay we yeah can we can go, go to way way when y'all cut it, it off <laughs> yeah that's what I'm thinking yeah um but not trying to take anything from Ye- from yay. It's still an incredible feat, bro. It's still incredible news. Yeah, and like Terrence was playing a uh, spaceship from the album College Dropout. College Dropout, and uh, he was he was he was his first album, by the way. Yep. Terrence was telling me that spaceship was about him working the graveyard at Gap. Mm-hmm. If you wanna, yeah. Um, if what would he say? Uh. If my manager assaults me again, I will be assaulting him after I fuck the manager up. Then I'm shortening the register up. Like, he wasn't really doing that. It's just like, he was speaking to them crazy retail thoughts you, you, you had when he's sitting in there. He was talking about like, they take me to the back and pat me. Asking me about some khakis, but let some black people walk in. I bet, I bet you they show off they token blackie. Like he was talking about being like that token black person mm-hmm. that worked in that in that store. And I don't know if the whole song is about that one store, but that full circle moment. Some of y'all are working in gaps and footlockers and certain places right now that if you keep hustling, you never know where you're going your full circle moment turns back to. You sitting Hell there yeah. at whatever job that you at right now and you pissed off. And it's like, damn, like, I'm really sitting up here to fucking this. I'm sitting here to fucking that, just counting this. I'm sitting here doing that. But look, you hustle, and you keep going, and you put one foot in front of the other, you never know what you're going to come back to. You might fucking be running that joint. Yeah, Are look you at Yay. Yeah, Kanye went from working a graveyard shift at Gap to becoming a, you know, a, a, a world-renowned artist to a philanthropist to an, an incredible entrepreneur to clothing designer. Right. Where and then you reinvest your money in Gap and it turns into a one, uh, your 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 share of whatever it is is worth one billion dollars. That's crazy. And that's some side. I'm gonna just help y'all shit too. Like literally, that's not like big crazy. It's not big crazy shit that like he's worked his whole life for. He didn't work grave shift there and then d- dig his whole life to, you know, he. He left yeah. that company and pursued his dream. And the full circle moment was the fact that he got to collab. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so dope. Like, but like, bro, I feel like this is just some side shit. I feel like we really getting ready to see people like Jay-Z and Kanye make the money that they've always talked about. Like, I always told Terrell, like, there's going to be new history books. There's going to be new pages in the history books. Yeah. And you're going to see hip hop make more money and now we're starting to see our pioneers make more money. Look at Lil Baby. Look at Da Baby. Look at these young artists that are getting mad money year on top of year. If they keep going, bro, and they reinvest their money in the right way, because I felt like before, like, rappers didn't have, I felt like, the smarts about, like, management from mm-hmm. other artists. Now, Pete, what I just said because I feel like, if you had a good manager, you manage your money right. But if you didn't, you can fuck your money off. But I felt like now, if you don't have a good manager, you can look up to other artists uh, in the industry right now. And I felt like right now, everybody's around like taking care of your money and mm-hmm. while you're doing this, you're taking care of it, and you hit your leg and then you get out. So I just felt like we're going to see the, these numbers go up. Kanye probably going to be worth like $20 billion by the time he dies. He's nowhere near close to dying. He's not at a Samuel Jackson age. And y'all think he's about to stop? Jay Z about to stop? Nah, Jay Z about to be worth like four hundred billion dollars. Like that is n- But a look lot. at the pace. Four hundred billion. Look at his is four thousand. F- if he can make three four billion. thousand billion. So Jay Z started rapping when? Ninety six. Ninety Well, six. Nineties. First time I came on 96. So over 20 years ago, he started rapping, right? Mm-hmm. But for real, for real, he really probably been in business 10. And I mean real business 10. Nah, Jay, bro. Even more. Easy 15, 18 years. Look, and that would just Easy me. 20. Yeah, and that's just me, you know, not knowing. Mm-hmm. But I say that to say Jay got another 20 years in business. Look at Trump. Look at what Trump was able to do. Jay-Z is starting from here. So it's like. Nip always say, "Judge judge me by my progress, you know. Don't judge me by where I I fucking started. Mm-hmm. Judge me by, by how far I came, you know. Like, don't judge me from like, because that was I'm not gonna get into that. But bottom line, I felt like when you look at Jay Z progress and you look at the what mm-hmm. could the projections, him and him and Ye are gonna see some real money, and Jay Z is fifty, yeah." And he could, like you said, he could live to, he could live to 70 plus. You never know who's going to get them Cicely Tyson years. And I felt like if God bless you with that many years, especially somebody like Jay-Z who's shown that, right. I mean, look, Jay-Z and Kanye are both people who got in positions to where they don't even need to spend money. Money's not even a thing. Like when people were saying that Kanye was, you're supporting Trump, uh, or oh, you're running for president because you're trying to deflect because the, the Republicans are giving you money. And did you see the Joe Rogan interview? Mm-mm. He was like, it was either the Joe Rogan interview or, the, or the, uh, the Nick Cannon interview where he was like, people think that I'm like taking money from the Republican party. Like, I make, he was like, I make more money than the president. Like, I'm richer than the president. Like, so I don't need money. Like, I'm richer than the party. I don't need money from them. Yeah. You feel me? And I feel like him and Jay-Z have gotten to that level where they don't need to do anything, and they keep doing. That's why I feel like their numbers are just going to go up because they have the batteries, bro. Other niggas would stop and, and do what they see niggas did in juice, but, like, not in juice, but, like, in, like, belly. Like, all right, once I get my big house and car, like, I'm chilling. Like, nah, like. What's next? Niggas gonna be talking about buying planets. And you know what somebody you know what? It was actually uh it was Maul from the Joe Budden Podcast was talking about how Kanye should have a seat on um Adidas. This was a couple podcasts ago. He oh, was talking yeah, about how that and I thought that was ridiculous. That was so true because yeah. he was like, Who the fuck gives a fuck about Adidas without Yeezys? Yeah. Like and then my thing is like even if we take Adidas if we take Yeezy away from Adidas, I'm not gonna say Adidas will completely fall. But yeah, Adidas is definitely that I'm sorry. Yeezy is that big within Adidas that I feel like Kanye should definitely have a seat on the board. Yeah. But not to be too long winded with the Kanye thing. We just trying to show my man some love because Hell yeah. It's Ivy yeah. Park Adidas or who are they called? Ivy them Park is Adidas. Yep. Okay. Yep. Dope. You can wear your Yeezys with your Ivy Park. Um But shout out to Kanye West. I felt like he's doing historic shit and whether we like him or not, um, I th- I felt like he's proof that nobody's perfect and nobody, and you can make big mistakes and I felt like you can still be successful because your success is really not hindered on your social errors. Like, when you misspeak in public, mm-hmm. you really can't be canceled, bro. You know, it's like, we would all be canceled if we were judged by the shit that we said. And, and you know what I'm saying? I felt like, One thing to admire about Kanye is, like, we've watched him continuously be, they've tried to cancel Kanye over and over again, and he's always said, like, I'm not thinking. Like, I mentioned, I said this on on Twitter um, last night, I was like, I quoted a line from Kanye where he said, the media said it was outlandish spending. This is from St. Pablo. One of my favorite Kanye West songs ever. What was that? I don't know. One of my favorite Kanye West songs ever, Um, which was us on St. Pablo, The Life of Pablo. I don't know why that Mm -hmm. just threw me off. But, um, damn, what was I saying? Oh, the lines. He said the media said it was outlandish, and the media said he's way out of control. I just felt like I'm the only one not pretending. I'm not out of control, I'm just not in their control. I remember when he said that, I remember listening to them lines and I'm just thinking like, this was a Kanye West that we knew was in debt. Like, it was like, damn, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. you listen to somebody go against the world, bro. And he looks crazy. And now he's $6.6 billion rich. What do that tell y'all? Yeah. Now we just talked about Jay-Z being 50 and a billionaire. Kanye's 43 and uh, 6.6 billion. Like, All of you young niggas that are 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, that are yet letting these old motherfuckers tell you or ask you, you you need to know what you need to do with your life. You need to know what you want to do with your life. Fuck them old motherfuckers, man. You do not have to know right now. You have more time than anybody. Dog. And old people be pressed to say, you need to know what the fuck you're doing with your life because they've already gotten old and don't know. Right. And they already got bit by that bug that they trying to warn you about, but it's like you're not close to it. Like, yeah, and I'm not saying don't have a plan or bullshit your young years. Yeah. But you don't have to when, uh, somebody asked me the other day, last week, what do you see for yourself in 10 years? And you know what I told them? What? I don't know all the way and I don't have to. I don't have to say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be an engineer." "Oh yeah, I'm going to be." I don't know, bro. Life is we didn't see what we doing right now. Me and me talking to you with a mask on. Nah. So I don't know what I'm going to be in 10 years. I know I'm going to be here. Right. If I live my life right. I know I'm going to be here. I just want to be here. And I'll be doing something. You or your old ass, I don't know. Right. And, like, I like how you say that. Like, the 10-year question is a crazy question now because it's like, if you were have asked Michelle Obama in 2006. What? Mouth. Gingy boy. Get Ging- out the mic. No, you good now. You're good. I'm not. My bad, y'all. I was gonna say if you would've asked Michelle Obama in 2006, where are you gonna be in 10 years? She might be like, "I'm gonna be successful. I'm gonna be whatever." But look, she might. You don't know if she would've knew she would've been the president in between that. I'm not not the president, but her husband would be the president. Eight years in between that 10. Like, I love how Michelle Obama talked about becoming the president. I mean, how Barack Obama became president. They were the first family. They did all of it, and then it ended, and it was like, damn, we still got to live the rest of our lives. Like, she was talking about how you used to want to be, like, a lawyer when you grew up, but now you can grow up and be a lawyer, do a lawyer job, and then then you can be like, all right, now I want to be a firefighter. Go be a firefighter, and now you can be like, okay, now I want to – I want to see that person that does a job and says, "You know what? I want to go to the NBA." And he goes to the NBA on some walk-on. That's the story that I would really be focusing and in on like cuz you see all of these people that are like it's almost like they pumped into the league. Like their whole life, you like your dad was in basketball, so you played for this AAU team, your whole life you was in the best AAU, best basketball, and then you go to one year of college and now you in the league like. Yeah. That's how they pump in players in the league now, but look let somebody my age, twenty six, just feel like you know what I was successful here. Now I want to go play basketball. I would be behind that, bro, because that would make me feel like, all right, bet I could accomplish some shit at this age and, you still and got start here. You start, yeah, you still got the time to start over. I think everybody just need to focus on skill sets, man. Get as many skill sets as you can, or get us, or just continue to grow yourself. You continue to grow yourself. Continue to grow yourself so that you can be ready for whatever. You know what I'm talking about, everybody? I don't know. You've never been a server, bro. Nah. I think everybody should work a server job to start their life. That shit make you a. That shit take your patience through the roof. Dealing with all them impatient motherfuckers? Shout out to all the people that work at restaurants or host or serve. You know the struggle of motherfuckers not being patient. Or you tell a nigga to wait. All right, sir. It's going to be about 30-minute wait. They come back up to you in five minutes like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) This is crazy. I am telling you, man. But, yeah, shout out to Kanye once again. Um, Terrence, do you want to talk about the NFL trades and shit? Because let me tell you all about this nigga, Terrence. The Redskins pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. We just need a draft. We just need a then I guess he because started he's seeing the- some shit on Twitter or he started nope. looking at some Skippin' Shannon. No, and I And now all of a sudden the nigga is talking about And first Fitz of Magic. all, nigga, you're the only one who only watches Skippin' Shannon. Like, real niggas know that, like, I've been watching shit way longer than Skippin' and Shannon, and I, and I don't only rely on them two niggas. Okay. Like, you watch your— Let me just let y'all know that Terrell's the Skippin' Shannon nigga that only watches them. I'm dialed into this shit. And first of all, okay. I'm doubting locally. I don't get my shit from Skip and Shannon because one thing you know about them two motherfuckers is they definitely going shit on the red on, on Washington whenever they talk about us. So most of the shit that I get is, is from like our local guys. But honestly, I was upset about the Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, signing when I first saw it because I'm like, yo, he's not the quarterback for the future. And I thought that's what we were looking for. Uh, we we it was we were rumored to be a destination for Russell Wilson at one point. So like, it was like, all right, we about to get somebody legit. So I we Cam knew the, Newton might sign over there for a year. Oh hell no, we knew that that Cam Newton or the Ryan Fitzpatrick type of signing was going to be like, all right, another year of we are gonna wait for our guy. Like, and as a skin as a Washington fan, that's just been hell. But I have come around. That man Ryan Fitzpatrick can make some special shit happen mm-hmm. with what we got, bro. He got a good ass defense now, and we ain't doing nothing but adding little weapons. We just got Curtis Samuel, bro. We already have a beach running back. We already have a uh, we already have somebody like Terry on the other side. But we have a, we got. I'm not gonna get deep, but to give a fuck about your race. Cause I just wanted to give you shit about. I'm about to say we got a lot of players straight. coming. So like, y'all just watch out for my motherfucking Washington football team. Did you see my Broncos let go of Philip Lindsay? Did not resign him. He's gonna go and be fast as fuck and sign somewhere like Tennessee. Washington. Now, if he goes to Washington, that'll be that would be nice to back up your boy Gibson. But let me tell you something, bro. This nigga Philip Lindsey is so so fast. He a beast. We decided to go with Melvin and I Gordon thought he signed fumble somebody five else. times. Right. I thought y'all signed somebody else, but let me tell you, it's easier to find a bat like Philip Lindsay in the, league, in the league now, though. Hey, the fucking Cardinals are gonna be beasts. Who they just get? They got uh, JJ Watt, but they got somebody else. I think they got uh, who the fuck did the Cardinals get? I like thought. Oh, we oh, did you? Hey, we should talk about the uh. We should talk about the um. We should talk about the Kodak Black Man that's dying situation with the drive the boat thing. Nah, I guess not. He was saying that she stole her. She said he literally at one point said that she made her whole career off of. Oh yeah. That's uh, speaking of the Cardinals, they signed Matt Prater to a two year deal. Before you get there, I'm sorry. I don't want to leave this. Matt Prater to a two year deal. He's one of the best kickers of all time. And they just got AJ Green. To play on side of Devontae, AJ Green's washed. Like I've tried to tell you niggas that. AJ Green is washed. You're tripping. He's washed. Even when Burrow was playing, Burrow didn't love AJ Green. Like, AJ Green is washed. So hopefully he can do good there, but honestly he's D. E. Z. Bryant level wash to me. Like it's just a point in your career where you should just retire. Like, damn, for real, I didn't know that about him. I thought he was still. And good. I'm not saying that to be fucked up. Like I feel like he's still a. He's not to me. He's not. He's not like Julio. We're not looking at him like a. That's still a gr That's still a nice threat on the opposite side of, you know. I think he used to be. I think in the league now, with people like Stefan Diggs and like. Like, you're far, be, you're real far down the list than you used to I be. I said Devontae, I meant to say DeAndre Hopkins. DeHop. I going to say Devontae Adams. Um, but the Meg, the Stallion thing with Kodak is funny because Kodak is talking, you know what he's talking about? He's talking about when he said, let me drive the boat. I don't even think he really <laughs> wanted to say that. That was the. Oh, I don't think he meant Kodak he to blow is, up. Yeah, but Kodak is not lying. Kodak, that little clip of him on that boat where he just randomly was like, "Let me drive the boat." That started that. But you're right, that's not what catapulted Meg though, and that's where I was thinking like, all right, Meg didn't get big off drive the boat. Like that was a part of what she did, but hot girl shit. Yeah, you can. We like, can't necessarily a hot say that girl st- she started well. her whole career with that. I think yeah, she man. definitely used that as a a launch war for her career though. She was definitely let up. 1,000%. That was the summer wave that drive the boat. But, like, I feel like he just looks salty because you, you know what I'm saying? Don't come at her because she's successful because she just won a Grammy. You know what I mean? She she wins a Grammy, and here you come talking about, I mean, damn, i make a, a slogan. No, you didn't make a slogan. You said some shit that was funny, and she used that funny shit to run, run off, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And this is, my, this is my issue with it. Like, niggas be trying to give Kodak Black credit for a lot of shit. Like, You know how um, Pooh Shicey's saying it's like, brrr Like, that's his shit. Yeah. They were trying to say that Kodak Black was the first person to say that because he had said it in this one song. And it's like, why the fuck are we always so anxious to give Kodak Black, like, the credit? Because he came out with... I felt like ever since niggas... Because niggas know that once no flocking inspired Bodak Yellow. And Bodak Yellow just went diamond. And Bodak, Bodak Yellow did what it Kodak did. Bodak gets publishing on that, though. Wow, I didn't know that. But I feel like you saw th- everybody trying to say why he didn't come at Cardi. It's like, because Cardi actually gave him credit. And, and we Cardi definitely were saying it back then. Yep. Yeah. And I just feel like ever since then, now I feel like everybody tries to throw everything at. Like, I feel like the the brr thing comes from, to me, that comes from Gucci Mane. Even though he wasn't saying it like that, I felt like and Shisey is signed to 1017 Brick Squad, so yeah, he's a Gucci, he's Gucci, one of Gucci Mane's artists. I just feel like that Gucci is the creator of that. I don't know why niggas was saying Kodak, but in a, in a, in the a sense of what he was saying that made it I thought that was just like it, it looked like some real hater shit. It looked like now that she's successful, it looked like now you you just got out of jail. He was talking about like, damn, I know he in jail and Black Lives Matter and all of that. Did you see what he said? He said that. About who? He was like, damn, something y'all wanted. He was like, damn. He had got on Twitter and said some shit like, damn, I really stole this dude, whole something, and made my whole career off that. Which one, who should be saying that on Twitter tonight? Y'all? He basically said that, and everybody was supposed to be like, oh, that's oh, he's talking about Meg. Then he quoted that and was like, I should just slide him some money since he been, you know what I'm saying, he been locked. And Black Lives Matter and shit or something like that. Then he was talking about how y'all say Black Lives Matter, but y'all don't mean that shit and stuff like that. I felt like, yeah, you just look real. Oh, you looking real salty. You know what I'm saying? She just won a Grammy. Like, you mad. She didn't win a Grammy for a song called Drive the Boat where she sampled your song. Right. I don't even think she has a song called Drive the Boat. Like, there's the thing. Like, social media, if you, give, if you if you say some funny shit on social media and then a star is saying that shit, like, for fun, you can't really you know what I'm saying you said some funny shit and he's just and that's a star like yeah niggas be trying to get like paid for like and I'm I'm not saying that in regards to Kodak I'm just talking about like when some shit goes viral on social media I don't think you can be sitting there trying to say hey yo like you may, you know what I'm saying your career you I helped your career with that like can we do that just because you said some funny shit like the girl who who said fleek like Nicki Minaj ended up saying, Kitty on Fleet, Pretty on Fleet, some gang got them. Like, the they other girl should probably get money America? for that. Shouldn't she, the girl who said Fleet, shouldn't she yeah, be but mad? But remember, like, that's the, that's the bad thing about social media is, like, you don't own stuff. Nobody that blows, owns anything. Like, and that's why I said that Kodak can't be sitting there trying to take credit I, for Meg's career. Mm, you but you but that's why nigga. all these young, young black kids got robbed for them dances that end up going to Fortnite. Oh, yeah, because we don't own anything. Yeah. You you don't own it. Oh, you didn't didn't patent it or whatever when you needed to. And so, did I never turn that back around? I never turned that screen back around, but we are still recording. Okay. I'm going to just double check it real quick. All right, baby. Yeah. But, yeah, y'all, that was just my my little sentiments on that. Wow, it's 145. In the AM, and a nigga is tired. That's crazy, man. We got to talk about snowfall before we go, though. Okay. Um. We're gonna talk about snowball, no snowfall, for ten minutes, starting now. All right, bet. Um, this episode was kind of weak, y'all. If you seen snowfall, and shout out to everybody that's been hitting me up, like, you see that dude that mentioned us and was like, "I hate when y'all talk about snowfall so much because I don't know what the fuck y'all saying." So I just started watching. <laughs> oh wow! Shout, shout out, out to him. You. you were one of you for yeah. a hell of a ride. But this episode was kinda slow, y'all. It was kinda like, all right, we did all of that. They really dragged it out through the commercial breaks and we watch we don't watch no fall at ten. We watch it at eleven. So we can fast so we can just fast food fast forward to that bullshit. Shout out to niggas that got a DVR. All you niggas that that's using Hulu or whatever the next day, shout out to y'all too. Um, but it was a it was a draggy episode, man. Like at 10, has a really good point about Franklin. The the question about this episode is how do you feel about Franklin's decision when it comes to that Leon shit? And big shout out to Melvin Gregg, as a nigga that started on Vine. I did not take him serious at at first. When he first came on the scene to play Man Boy, I was like, they got this funny nigga up here. Yeah. And, the nigga and, that does the Vines. Yeah, and that's how he felt. Like yeah. the nigga that does vine, but yo, low-key. The nigga is killing it. Yeah, he did he but I also don't wanna Mr. Your point. He's been killing it since he came on. He, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. only talking about your initial thought initial, when you first seen him. Yeah, yeah. initial. He's been destroying He's it. killed it the whole show. And big shout out to the to DeAndre Bonds, the nigga that plays Scully. I know. I told Terrell we got an Emmy, uh, we got an Emmy nomination that the hood needs him to be nominated for an Emmy. We just need to go ahead and make that. We need that to happy. see him on the stage. Just we need him nominated. We just need him on a red carpet. We need to see Scully sitting in the, yeah, just sitting in the audience when they say DeAndre Bonds, Snowfall. We need to see his him with the slick His, back, what, scully, word face. With that, know what I mean? that like, innocent smile that he got, bro. That yeah, would be like, so great we for, need us, that. for us to see. The culture needs that. Yeah, we need like, that. Like, that's Stacey from the wood right there. Like, yeah, yeah, for real. For real. The nigga's talented as fuck. He is. He's been talented. <laughs> <laughs> We've always had immense respect for that dude. Yeah, cause bro. Because we love the wood. We really looked at Stacy from the wood like a big character. We was young, like a niggas. big homie, yeah. yeah we he really looked at him like a, a powerful ass nigga. We could have met the actor, that nigga. We'd have been like, hey, uh, at least y'all should <laughs> let me do is give y'all a ride to the dance or something. <laughs> <laughs> Take my little sister home with something. Look, think she a pocket toy. <laughs> this nigga really hit that man. He was beating his ass. He was beating his ass. And then that's the full circle. Bro, that's not, that's black that's cinema it. right there. We don't even have it anymore. No trauma. And how it. many times did they talk about how they was being black? How many times? They just were black. They did get stopped by the police, but after that, they didn't say, man, we always And the did. officers was black, and they really had weed on them, so they wasn't scared because they were being racially profiled. Right, because this is the thing. We get pulled over by the cops, and that's a part of being black. We don't go home and be like, you see that? Just some bullshit, so you know what we're going to do, right? Right. Fuck out right. of here. <laughs> you trying to go down to the Capitol building. You trying on it. our horses. <laughs> Y'all ain't taking our ranch. Okay. See, when black folks give a fuck about a ranch? Come on, bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. Y'all. Oh shit, is that based on a true story? Yeah, that's a true place. Oh damn, my bad. John. I don't I don't know if they really tried to take the ranch, but apparently that's my a real place. My bad, my bad. My bad. What are we talking about though? Snowfall. Snowfall. All right, bad. Um, still going t- on that. Yeah, still talking about that. Um just a, you you were basically saying it was a, it was a slow episode. Yeah, we was, we, was, we were showing DeAndre Bond some love at first, yeah. but it was a slow episode. The question that I was telling Terrence, how do you feel about Frank and what he got to do in his Leon situation and his decision? And I will go first. This nigga Frank is not living down to what he was in the beginning. Facts. I don't know if y'all remember Kevin. And let me just say this. Man Boy read him, read him like yes. a book. Yes, when, yes, yes. And Man end. Boy was like, I brought it to y'all. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I'm expecting the same. I brought brought the the transgressions right to you. I love it. When he said, I'm expecting the same, I said, Frank, you have to do this. You got to deliver Leon. There's no way you're going to go. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way you go to. No way you save Leon. Right. Because if this was real life, they going to come after your mother. They going to come after. Until they find Leon. Yeah. They going to start hitting hitting somebody. They going to hit close. Yeah. So. That's why I said I felt like they're not going to go that route. I told Terrell. Oh, go well, Terrell. you still going to yours. I don't oh, want to oh, hijack. Go ahead. Uh, well, we're probably going to feel the same. But like Terrence was saying, I feel like Frank not living down to what he what he used to be. Like, do y'all – or what he is. Excuse me. Do y'all remember Kevin from the first season? I'm sorry. The, yeah, the first, first one, second, second season? Yeah. First second season. Kevin was upset because his cousin got killed, and Frank was like, "We can't retaliate because of the business deal that we got, right?" Right. And that shit'll bring too much heat. It'll destroy our whole operation, or we could get killed behind the shit, and we can't retaliate that way. This nigga Kevin was on some fucking shit. Would we legit went to the park. They would have went to more war with. I'm sorry, they would have went to more war with the Mexicans. We, yeah, went to more with the more war with them. And so Kevin went to the park, and this nigga Frank. Spoiler, if you just started watching, go ahead and skip forward about 30 seconds. Boom. This nigga, Kevin, I mean, this nigga, Frank, killed Kevin. You killed your man to save your business, your childhood friend. So now you at war with Kings. You ain't never been, you ain't never seen before. And then I also feel like you never been at war with this many bodies low before. Yeah, you have no protection. You out here limping because you down bad. Who does he have? Like, you used to have Leon and Man Boy as your crew. Like, Leon and them was your crew. Leon and, and, and Fat Man and all of them, those were your niggas. And then you 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 butted them out. The military grade, niggas, niggas was never crewed up with Man Boy, though. Nah, but they was partners. So it was almost like, yeah. You remember, was, it was like, you going to trust this nigga. And, and then, really, it was like, oh, he's going to get us money, you know? Yeah. So it's like, we don't have to trust them. That's what he told Leon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. right, right. We don't right, right. got to trust him. He just its going to be money. So this is my thing. Leon's now out. The military grade niggas out. Unc is getting ready to leave because I don't blame him. That nigga lived a whole life of this shit. Yeah. So my thing is like, Frank, we showing up to the meeting with him, Unc, uh, Louis, and it's just them three. And they meeting up with Man Boy. Like, Frank, who is your protection? Are you willing to go to war? To me, I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to look away from Frank, and I'm starting to look right at the Snowfall Riders. What the fuck are y'all about to do? Because it looks like y'all were scared to kill off Leon because y'all trying to save him for this bullshit-ass Wanda rehab comeback story. That's forced. We don't need that. We don't need to see Leon and Wanda have this comeback story uh, Snowfall Riders. I don't think they're going to do that. I felt like they are. Because why did we save Leon and Wanda in these last two episodes? We didn't lose Leon, we didn't lose Wanda, and I felt like we shouldn't. Have, we didn't have to lose Wanda, but the way yeah, Leon right. is like, you know what I'm saying? She's like, "Ain't nobody else gonna come. You gotta stay with me." And it, so he stays with her crackhead ass, and it's like, okay, they trying to make the the Leon because it's always started yeah. Lee. I fucking hate it, bro, because they force it. And my thing is, like, real street shit, y'all got to let Frank, del- Frank would have delivered Leon's ass. This nigga, Leon, already been going back and forth with me. This would have been the final straw. Nigga, you killed a kid? I'm not going on my, damn, he probably feeling real sad about this. We got to save him. Hell nah. That nigga made that decision. It's business. Frank would never do this. Frank would never do this. He's getting ready to. I told Terrell this too. Frank's don't survive. What the situation that Frank is in right now. When you look at the other people that have been in his position, they don't survive. And I felt like Frank's starting to crack down. And like, it's okay for a character to start making mistakes yeah. and start doing things out of character because we do have reason. I mean, Frank is, you know what I'm saying, injured. He's he's not the same ever since his injury. Yeah. So. We see him changing, and it's honestly real good. It's very reminiscent of when Walter White changed in Breaking Bad. Like, we started not fucking with him. Like, why would Walt do that to Jesse? Like, Jesse said he wanted to be out. Like, why would Walt make him? Like, we started saying, like, yeah. what the fuck? This you nigga, know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's starting to get real. And we didn't start uh-huh. looking at the writers. So I, I would say I got my eye on the writers, but I, I like what they, what they doing. As long as they can close the book, good. I just felt like the Leon Wanda shit is forced. And that could fuck everything. Because really, he should have delivered Leon. Yeah. It would have hurt him. It would have been on some Nino Brown, G-Money, I got to do this shit with tears in my eyes type shit. Yeah. But he would have had to do that to save the business. Because if it was like, if we really think about the real shit, they would come. His parents living, his dad at that shelter would be dead. Somebody yeah. would go get his ass. His mother that just be walking around the fucking complexes, they would get her ass too. Yeah, his like <laughs> they would start peeling off his family. That's how this gang shit really is. And they they can they could get to his camp. And then my thing is like even on top of that, like he's it ain't that million making. Many, yeah, he's not making good decisions, bro. Look, you just made a, a decision with that snake ass old dude by fucking off people that you really loved. You know what I'm saying? But you're gonna go in. Leon is always saying fuck you on some Jesse Pinkman shit. Nah, fuck you, nigga. Now you can pick this shit on your own. But. He makes a decision and kills your arch enemy who's already after you. Leon bring the heat tenfold and kill his kid. Man boy offer you a way out and you say no. Yeah, man boy offers you the only way out without the war. And then think about it. This nigga Frank, I got the plug nigga. I, got the I was plug, like, no, nah, but when he said that, I was like, damn man boy, he right. But then man boy was like, okay, you used to have Inglewood. And you know that Then you used to have this So now you just the nigga That got the best the, the cheapest crack on the street And nowhere to sell it That's So this nigga was trying to out. Remember Frank was trying to Outsource in, and Yeah uncle, we trying to go out Yeah come uncle on Uncle was telling him like Oh nigga we at war With two people right now You think we need another issue Yeah we can't afford it this So like, just ain't looking good, And man, man boy is starting to see Weakness in that nigga Like alright nigga you weak Because yeah You got the plug But soon as we figure out Who the plug is We're gonna kill you and 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 even they're not even going to wait for that, bro. This nigga basically told him, all right, bet, until next time. Because honestly, what do you want me to do for you? I gave you the option. Yeah. You chose. He was like, damn, no Leon. And y'all going to save that nigga. So, like, you already let me know where you stand. And you, bro. Now, this we're going to see. Frank will not die. Snowfall was just renewed for a new season. But some shit better go down to make this shit pop Because let me we tell hit- you, it is 100% possible for y'all to fuck this show, Snowfall. Yep. It's 100% possible. We watched it with Power. We watched it with Power. Yeah. We watched Power go from literally like a top five, five-star show to this show that was like, I mean, it's good, but like, you know bullshit. what I'm saying? It's like that. first Power season of One, Empire. Yeah. First season of Empire was great. When Power 1 and 2 was out, we was like, yo, you got to watch, watch Power. Yeah. Like, after a while, it was like, did y'all see that bullshit on Power last night? You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. We, we started saying stuff like, look. It was actually good. It was actually time. good this week. We, say, we don't say that about snowfall. And hope we, hopefully we don't start, man. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we don't start. Shout out to The Real Niners. that has been with a student power review. Yes, man. sir. Shout out to The Real Ones. I will never forget how tired I was doing them joints. Yeah, because we would watch power when it came on at 12. At midnight. Go up there, go up review there and, and shoot And I would the review have to be at work. 1 a.m. Yeah. I would still have to be to work at fucking. We both would. Mm-hmm. Both still had to be to work the next day. Come home, edit that joint up and try to get that joint out. Boy, oh boy. And we still in the middle of it, dog. Yep. Yes, sir. Hey look, I ain't got nothing else, bro. I got nothing else either, man. Um shout out to the people that's supporting us watching live on Patreon. Boom. Happy Friday yes, to sir, everybody. Niners. Yep. Um what I also say is shout out to everybody that's um getting the vaccine and I wish you all nothing but uh good health because I know that shit can be a beast. Yeah. And um, I would say uh, follow us on the socials, man. Hit us up there. We're going to try to get more content out for y'all via this Patreon thing. Shout out to everybody that got to see the review that went up on, uh, mm-hmm. on YouTube. I think we already at 150 k k on that Drake, which is great, man. It was great to kind of. So dope to see it go back on YouTube, man. Yeah. And we put, the, uh, we put a clip up there from the podcast. We're going to try to put more podcast clips. On YouTube, the, yeah. the full visual podcast will always and forever live in Patreon to be a Niners exclusive. But you know, yeah. definitely always gonna be some clips that's gonna go on the uh, the channel too. But y'all see it, man. Slow grind, we right back. Yes, sir, man. Whole9store.com. Go ahead and shop, get you some new shit. Um, hopefully, new designs up there soon. Uh, but until next time, y'all, where y'all at? Is we 40 in. Who oh, I love you.